Welcome to the podcast we call Soul Chaser, featuring stories from the book by the same name, Soul Chaser. This is Jordan Rich, and by my side is author Lauren Decker. We want to spend time with you today at soul level, awakening our spirits to the simple and beautiful idea that God is love and love is everywhere. I saw this once before, a picture in my mind, colors in the air. Sunlight on a field, lovers in a dance, love is everywhere. Mm, love is everywhere. And now, today's installment of Soul Chaser. Hello again, everyone. I'm Jim Deering, bringing you another of Lauren Paul Decker's stories here on Soul Chaser, the podcast. Stories with a Purpose by Lauren Paul Decker about how God shows himself and his grace in everyday things. Lauren's two books, Soul Chaser and I Love You Church, are available at fine bookstores everywhere. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4, And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of of the Lord. Our story today is called The Woodpile. I was asked to speak at a charter school for teenagers in trouble in a nearby city. The school was the educational home for students who had been expelled from the downtown public high school. Ranging in ages from 14 to 18, these were primarily local youths with family in the region. The nearby public school was known for violent altercations, drug abuse, and gang activity. The students at this charter school were considered to be the worst of the worst. They had been given many chances, and now had been bounced to their last possible stop. And on this particular morning, they were just sitting before me in a lecture hall. I looked out over their faces and in doing so noted the hardened features of the nearly 50 students. Not one smile could be seen in the group. I looked at my notes and made a quick decision to toss them away. I decided I would listen instead of speak. I figured this would be far better and more informational for me rather than for them. I opened the session with a question or two and then soon found that their interest level was high and their responses well thought out and sincere. One young man, however, sat near the back and managed to look as disengaged as possible. As the 90-minute presentation progressed, I noticed that he was growing more and more uncomfortable. He squirmed in his seat, doodled on paper, and stared out the window. Desperately, I wanted to hear his story. Approximately 16 years old, he was a handsome boy, one you may expect to see on a debate team and not in a charter school for disciplinary problems. He did not raise his hand to speak, but I called on him anyway with the next question. How can you improve your relationships within your family circle? I asked him. 
There was an awkward silence that followed. After what seemed like an eternity, he spoke. What followed was something I will never forget. I hate my dad, he began. Hate is a strong word, I answered back. Are you sure it's the word you mean to use? I'm positive, came the reply. With that, he shared a story which I will try to relate just as I heard it that morning. My dad works construction, you know. He has his own company. All growing up, I thought he was the coolest. Putting up homes, hospitals, or whatever, he could build anything. My dad was my hero. All I ever wanted was to work for him someday. Well, when I was 13, my dad asked me if I wanted to go to work with him one morning. It was during summer vacation, and he told me I could help him out on a job site. I was so excited. We got to the job, and he pulled up in his pickup. See that big pile of boards, he said. I want you to stack that neatly over by the trailer. I told him, okay, and he left to go check on a job across town. He said he would be back in an hour or two. Well, I got out and started stacking wood. I worked like a dog. I busted my butt. I got the whole pile stacked in about half an hour. I was done. But I noticed another pile of wood over at the dumpsters, so I figured I would stack that one too. I kept thinking he was going to be so proud of me. I finished the second pile, stacking it by the trailer, just as he pulled in. Look, I said. Well, he looked all right, and he got ripping mad. He called me an idiot, and just about every other name he could come up with, screaming at me right in my face. He said he only asked me to stack the one pile, that the other was throwaway stuff, and now it was all mixed together. I didn't know. I thought he would be happy. He drove me straight home, telling me I was useless. Well, I never want to work for him again. I hate him. You know, he was an A student until the eighth grade, the school principal told me afterwards. Then he just mentally dropped out. He doesn't seem to care anymore. This is the first time I've heard that story. But now we know why. What a different life story would have transpired if the father, upon seeing his son mistake, had gently corrected him and helped him fix the error. He instead broke his son's heart over a pile of wood. Our children are God's gracious gifts to us. They are to be handled with care. The Heavenly Father dispenses much grace. He is patient and gentle with us, His children, and He covers our mistakes with a cross made of wood. They were all just some old boards, really, but they make all the difference in the world. I ask my Heavenly Father to make me an encourager, 
I want to build my family up, not tear it down with anger. Anger, like DNA, is passed from generation to generation. And with your help, I will end its destructive hold on my home. This has been Soul Chaser. We hope this program has caused you to consider the vastness of God's love for you. Nothing is going to change that reality, but love can certainly change you. Remember, love is everywhere, and God is love. For more stories with a purpose, pick up a copy of Soul Chaser, Devotions to Anchor the Soul, available on our website, soulchaserbook.com, or find it at amazon.com. This is Jordan Rich for Lauren Decker and Soul Chaser. See you next time.